You're listening to Nurses on Fire, the podcast for nurses by nurses aspiring to financial independence. This is our weekly conversations with the CFP edition, where certified financial planners join us to have honest money conversations that guide nurses like you on their path to financial freedom. If you want to get your questions answered, make sure you head over to nursesonfirepodcast.com slash ask to be featured in an upcoming episode. Have you started on your journey towards financial independence or want to do better with your money and don't know where to start? Well, this training is for you. I encourage you to head over to financiallyintentional.com slash live to sign up for our next free masterclass where I'll teach you the techniques I've used and taught my clients to master money and build wealth. During this free training, you'll learn the most powerful weapon you have at your disposal to launch into financial freedom. The budgeting method that will free up thousands of dollars a month to achieve your financial goals. The common mistakes to avoid while paying off debt and how to rapidly slay debt. You don't want to miss this. So head over to financiallyintentional.com live or click the button in the show notes to register for our next free masterclass. Hey, Nurses on Fire, we are back with Lisa Peterson, the author of The Mindful Millionaire and our certified financial planner. We wanted to talk today about what it looks like to work with a financial planner and like what should you be looking for? What characteristics should a financial planner that you choose to work with have? Okay, Lisa, so if somebody is coming to work with you and of course, everybody has their own specific niche and, you know, people that they serve. What, what, should, what are some baseline questions that people should be asking before they work with a financial planner, financial advisor, anyone who they're looking to help them with money management? Yeah, great question. So I know the most common thing that's going to come up is around fiduciary and like, is this person, I mean, it's a big word. It like, it's a horrible word because it doesn't like, we can't fake it. (laughs) But the idea is, is that, is this person that you're considering hiring going to put your interests before their own? I mean, that's pretty much what it's all about. And so you want to make sure that they have a fiduciary standard that they are either applying in their business because they're a certified financial planner, which we take an oath to do that in our business, Or some people just operate that way and they will tell you about it and they'll probably have material about why they're taking that stance and how they back that up, that they're not going to be making choices that could help them, you know, create commissions, more income and not help you at the same time. So, you know, I think it's important to ask that question to know what you're getting into even before you go. You probably don't want to meet with somebody who's not taking that standard. Don't even waste your time. And it's funny because you think that that would be common nature. I mean, especially for our nursing community. I mean, like we all have our own little standards that we operate under nursing. And that's like the first thing, right? Even doctors like first do no harm. Like that's what we're here. We're here to serve. We're here to help. It's not about our best interest. And so like to think that you would have to even ask that and to look for that in the first place, is kind of startling a little bit. But I know that there are fiduciaries. You can be a fiduciary in one area and, a, and not a fiduciary in another area. Can you explain how that works? 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios and I don't think we could cover all of them, but the one that was coming up to my mind, even as you were talking, is like, there are a lot of companies that have positioned themselves as if they're financial advisors, but they're really more oriented to insurance products. So when you buy an annuity, for example, the commission that the person gets that for selling that to you can be pretty big amount of money. And so it's tough to sell an annuity product without in the back of your mind as a producer, knowing that there's a big payout. And, and that's where it gets like very blurry is yes, it might help you. And yes, an annuity might be a great option, but because the risks are so high that you might be sold something that somebody's going to make a lot of money, you have to just, you have to apply more care and diligence in your research and get multiple opinions to know that the fiduciary is actually applying. Does that make sense? Yes. I think that a lot of people think that by getting a financial planner or a financial advisor that all their money woes will be solved like overnight. Like they can just hand them this like filled out worksheet and all of a sudden this magic is going to happen where, you know, everything will be taken care of. Is that a realistic expectation? No. And if it's okay with you, I'm going to, can I read a little bit from my book? So here's my book. This is an advanced copy because it's not out quite yet, but I, what I said, and I, this is a big deal to me, like as a woman investor and also someone who has gotten trained in the business, I still feel like it's really easy for us to not handle this as well as we would like. So this is what I say. And my book talks about chakras. So just go with this. But I use the chakras to kind of explain some of these challenges that we're dealing with in the external world with money. And I said, one way to think about the throat chakra and better managing your money is that this stage is about knowing the difference between delegating money management responsibility and abdicating it. And so when you delegate aspects of money management to others, you're still the person overseeing it, which means you're in charge of making sure your investment and financial advisors are following your direction, right? That's the big one where we're like, but I don't know enough to have a direction. It's like, well, then don't give them your money. Like that's how, you know, and I'm, the book is written about teaching you some of these things to look at and ask. So it's not like we're just picking it up and saying you're on your own, but far too many people have left themselves invulnerable or vulnerable to the behavior of unsavory financial advisors because instead of delegating, they're abdicating their responsibilities for the care and growth of their money. This is exactly what happened with Bernie Madoff several years ago, where people were, you know, en masse, billions of dollars, right, going into an advisory firm where it was a Ponzi scheme, meaning as long as money kept coming in, and he could pay out money because there, there were people coming in with money, he could pay that same money out, but he was not actually investing the money. They were spending the money. And because people didn't ask questions like, why am I getting a 20% return in, and that's what your statements would look like, 
rather than what everybody else is seeing, which is like an 8% return. Like, how are you doing that? Well, it was fake. That's how they were doing that. So that's a perfect example of like abdication, where if some basic questions had been asked by his investors and questioning the assumptions, like they were really good at saying, everything's awesome. Look at how good of an investment return you're getting. You know, obviously that didn't work out so well. People lost millions and, you know, of dollars, just like families being wiped out because all of their money was with, you know, one advisor that, and that will continue. Like, we'd love to say this isn't going to continue, but there are people out there that literally, they could be running a legitimate business and then something like this happens. And all of a sudden they're like already sort of shady, but they just, you know, turn in this other direction and things that you're doing with them may not be um, legit. You just have to be very careful. Yeah. And of course we don't want anyone in general to fall prey to people like this. So what are some things, some basic knowledge or some basic talking points that people should have or have an understanding of before they even work with a financial advisor or financial planner? So the way that I sort of think about it, and I'll just take you through the way I would approach it is there's the firm that they work for. Like, I want to know about the company. Like, does that company have a good rating? Do, when you go on and you research that company, are you seeing good things? Do you like what you see? Some of these uh, financial advising firms are, they say they're going to be doing a lot of financial planning with you, but it's kind of like glorified, fancy number reporting that isn't really like realistic. I hate to say it. And I, I saw it like you put in one number and you're controlling all the assumptions and yet the world isn't like that. So you want a company that's going to be more pragmatic. They're not just about telling you all the things you want to hear, but they're also telling you the things that you might not want to hear. They're honest with you. So what's the company look like? And then what does the individual look like that you're going to be working with? So I know you had some questions that came in from your community. And I love this idea of like, kind of catching them off guard. Like, what are the, the last three books that you read? You know, what do you do in your spare time? What have you done for yourself financially? Like, are you an investor? How long have you been an investor? What kind of returns have you seen in your own portfolio? You know, tell me about the strategy you use for yourself. And why would I not want that for myself? Is that what you're going to recommend? Because that's what you know. Like, Ask those sort of curveball questions that are off the path, because if somebody's going to BS you, which unfortunately a lot of people do, you're going to sniff it out by asking these questions that you're actually really familiar with. Because if somebody says, you know, they're reading these books that are like all about cutthroat competition, and you're somebody who's like love, peace, and, you know, um, compassion, like right there, you're going to be like, I don't want to work with somebody who's reading those books. So you don't have to know a ton of stuff about financial advising. You just know that you know who you like to hang out with. Exactly. And another important question that I saw come through too was, what did you, how did you respond to 2000 and 2008? Like, how did you handle the last couple of recessions? Were you even working then? And what did you do? How did you advise your clients through that? Or even how did you get through that? Like, I think those are like questions that, you know, are priceless and will really show you 
you know, somebody else's values. So a really good question for my community. I was proud of them for that. So another thing is, of course, we are Nurses on Fire and, you know, our goal is to aspire towards or achieve financial independence. And so how do we talk to a financial advisor? How do we make sure that we're working with a financial advisor that is looking out for what our interests are, which can include and should include the possibility to retire way before the traditional retirement age? Yes, this is great. We were talking about it offline. There, first of all, this fire movement, like financially independent, retire early. Uh, not all of the financial advisors out there are going to even understand what you're talking about. This is a more millennial, newer concept. And if they aren't paying attention to podcasts and things, they might not know. And so if your goal is to do this, to achieve this, you would definitely want to ask them, like, are you familiar with it? You know, how could you help me get to a fire state? Like, what would you do or how can you encourage and hold me accountable? And how can we use the tools that you have behind the scenes to help me achieve these goals in a much faster way than traditionally your models are going to show? So, the, the idea is, do you know what it is? Asking them that. And then if they say yes, it's like, well, here, you know, can I tell you what my goals are? Like I've got 10 years and I've got an idea of how I'm going to make that happen. But I, but I'm, it's still fuzzy. There's still these pieces I'm not sure I can do. You know, how are you going to help me make sure that I am on track? Like what, how do we partner together to bring this into reality? And then just shut up, like just silent. <laughs> And let them do whatever they're going to do. But if they don't give you a good response that makes you really comfortable, you probably aren't in the right office. Exactly. Exactly. And so the goal of this podcast and the goal of my platform is to really empower people to make smarter financial decisions and not to totally abdicate those decisions. And so I hope that when you're seeking out a, a financial advisor that you are looking for someone that is going to support you along the journey and not carry you along. You know, like you have to look at this person as a partner and not someone who is going to totally do all the work and you're just released from knowing anything about your money. And then all of a sudden the money is just going to just fall into place. That's not how it happens. And so by understanding that, it gives you power because you have all the control. You have control over your money, but it's also scary because you have control over your money, but money does not have to be hard. If you really understand it, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty easy, but, but you have to get intentional about it. So thank you so much, Lisa, for sharing your expertise. And like you are a certified financial advisor and a certified financial planner. Talk, share a little bit about the people who you typically work with before we close out the end of the episode and how people also can purchase your Mindful Millionaire book. Oh, thanks. So the book is available for pre-order, Amazon, Indie, Bound, Barnes and Noble, like all, and you know, local bookstores, a lot of them can get an ac access to the copy. It comes out July 14th, 2020. And I typically am focused on 
creating communities, workshops that help people look inside of themselves. And while I've got the background with the finance and those questions come up, a lot of times what I've learned is that the reason that we're not living as fully and freely as we want to be living is because of these money stories kind of trapped inside of us that go back to trauma that many of us experienced when we were growing up. And it's showing up not just with our money, but in our relationships and other places in our life. And so the workshops that I teach and the coaching I do, it's kind of like life coaching that helps people really get to the core of those changes. So sometimes people are pivoting, you know, like a divorce, a huge job change. They're like, okay, I've got the come to Jesus moment. And now I'm going to decide what to do. And so I'm helping people through those big, big kind of disruptions that, that they know are opportunities and they just need some help finding them. And if there isn't a bigger interruption, <laughs> this is the biggest interruption I know a lot of people have seen, especially on a global scale. So I know that you're serving so many people. Uh, thank you so much, Lisa. So lisapeterson.com and yeah, wealthclinic.com, mindfulmillionairebook.com. <laughs> you can you're gonna find me. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, Lisa. Thank you. We hope that you've enjoyed the episode and that you've learned something new to set you on your path to financial independence. If you love this episode, please share, subscribe, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want us to go over your financial situation or have your questions answered, head on over to Nurses on Fire Podcast slash ask and have us do an analysis of your individual financial situation. And don't worry, we'll keep you anonymous.